And the Word became flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, John 1.14. Is that not beautiful, dear friends? Are we not thankful that Jesus came to this earth? Let's talk about Jesus today, right here on the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Thank you to our Jay Webb for his kind words. You'll hear from Jay throughout our broadcast today. And we also bid a greeting to all of you that have tuned in today for our broadcast here from the International Gospel Hour. We have been on the air for almost 90 years, dear friends, somewhere every week. To God be the glory. And we're thankful that you've chosen to join us today whether or by any means that you are using to hear our broadcast, whether by over-the-air radio, podcast options, whatever the case might be. We're honored that you've joined us. We'd like to remind you that our broadcast is under the oversight of the elders of the West Fayetteville Church of Christ in West Fayetteville, or rather Fayetteville, Tennessee. Our mailing address is International Gospel Hour, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. We'd love to hear from you. We're blessed to hear from a number of our listeners, and we'd love to count you among that number. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. And today, let's begin as we discuss the beauty of Jesus Christ from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, beginning with verse 1. And I'll be reading through verse 13. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. May the Lord always bless us with the reading, the hearing, and the application of His Word, and how thankful we are to see such a beautiful text. There is so much here acknowledging the Christ, His eternal nature, His evangelistic love, His everlasting care. You know, I think of John at the end of the Gospel of John, or shall I say near the end of chapter 20, to when he said that the things that were written aforetime, or these things were written, that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and that believing we might have life in his name. And you see, not everything that Jesus did was recorded. 
All the books therein could not contain them, as John says in this gospel. But here's what we do know, that God has made known through Jesus Christ what we need to know to live good, faithful, Christian lives on this earth and to prepare ourselves for heaven. In our two-part study today, we're going to begin by looking at Christ, the Creator of the created. And then in our time we have remaining, we want to look at Christ, the Captain of our salvation. Before we do that, our J-Web has a few words about our YouTube channel. Here is our J-Web. Friends, you've listened to us over the air and online for years. And now you can see the International Gospel Hour program on our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube and put International Gospel Hour in the search engine, and it will take you there. Please subscribe and click on the bell. You'll be notified each time a program is uploaded. It's free. Subscribe on YouTube today. Please know again, friends, that you can write us at International Gospel Hour, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. That's International Gospel Hour, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. Let's talk about Christ, the Creator of the created. We noted from John chapter 1 that He is one who is eternal. There is no question of the Christ being the Creator through whom God created everything. From John 1 and verse 10, God created all things through the Word. He was in the world, and the world was made through Him. What about the words of Jesus in John 17:5? His nature was neither angelic nor human by God when He was in the heavens. As a divine being, listen again, or listen to his prayer, and again we mention John 17, 5. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. What about Christ being in existence before Abraham, which shocked those Jews in John chapter 8? Beginning with verse 56, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, And he saw it and was glad. Then the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. You know, I like to think of the following text as what I call the formed four. This meaning four text or four context that speak of the forming, the creation of all through Jesus Christ. I'll give them to you from the outset, Colossians 1, 15 through 18, Hebrews 1, 1 through 3, 1 Corinthians 8, 6, and John 10, 30 through 38. Now let's begin. In John 1, 15 through 18, speaking of Christ, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through Him and for Him, and He is before all things, and in Him all things consist. And He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He may have the preeminence. When we look at verse 15 of Colossians 1, 
We see concerning Christ the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Now, the word firstborn there sometimes throws an individual to look at Christ as being human and not divine. But let's look at that word. Firstborn represents a chosen one or a preeminent one. The late Wayne Jackson in his writing, Was Jesus Created First, said, The Greek word for firstborn is prototokos, a term with roots in the Old Testament. When the word is used literally, it can denote the first that comes from the womb, whether of man or beast, Exodus 13.2. Frequently, however, firstborn is an expression of rank or preeminence. And the original linguistic components, first and born, no longer play any role in the meaning. And an example is given in Exodus 4.22. Now, a clear example of this is seen in Jeremiah 31.9, where Ephraim, a symbol for the kingdom of Israel, is called the Lord's firstborn, although, literally, Manasseh, Ephraim's older brother, was the firstborn, Genesis 48.14. In this context, firstborn is employed as a designation for primacy. See Genesis 48:19. So I appreciate the words of Brother Jackson in explaining the thought of firstborn here. Here's another example from Psalm 89:27. The Bible says, "Also I will make him my firstborn higher than the kings of the earth." This was speaking of David as we go back to Psalm 89.20. Clearly David and Israel being God's chosen one or the preeminent one to do his bidding at that time. Now, let's go back to Colossians 1.18, our first of the formed four statements or context, especially the phrase that in all things he might have the preeminence. The development of verse 18 is quite powerful, especially the word preeminence, meaning same level of power and might. The same level of power and might that God possesses. And in Colossians 2, 9 and 10, a good supplement and a good commentary, for in Him, Christ, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in Him who is the head over all or of all principality and power. My friends, what a wonderful text that explains the concept and the thought of firstborn meaning rank or whom God has placed first. And so Christ was not the firstborn of born here on earth, but rather the preeminent one, the chosen one, through whom Christ created and He is eternal. He was in eternity before time began with God. Now, we have the second of our formed four verses. How about Hebrews 1, 1 through 3, that says, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by His Son, whom He has appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the world's who, being the brightness of His glory and the express image of His person and upholding all things by the word of His power, when He had by Himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Oh, dear friends, we could take an entire broadcast with this text. 
In Hebrews 1, 1 and 2, we clearly see where the Father planned and the Son executed. It helps us further to see, let there be in Genesis 1 and 2, and it was. And when we see all the power and the eternal purpose of God through Jesus Christ, we'll note that as a supplement of Ephesians 3, verses 9 through 12. May I give you a third formed for text now. I've granted lengthier context, but let's talk about one text. 1 Corinthians 8, 6. But to us there is but one God, the Father, of whom are all things, and we in Him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by Him. God the Father, of whom? Jesus Christ, by whom? Beautiful thought. Now, dear friends, I'll readily conclude, sometimes this is hard to comprehend, for after all, we are not infinite, and to comprehend it may indeed be a challenge, but to believe it, it is not. You know, we may try to comprehend, or let me get every little detail, but dear friends, if we'll simply believe that Christ is the one through whom God created all, and His eternal purpose that's in Christ, and how He came to this earth to die for you and I, one who is divine in the flesh of man, Philippians 2, 5-11, to God be the glory, how powerful He truly is. Let's look at the final formed four passages. Here's John 10, 30-38. Jesus says, I and my Father are one. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works I have shown you from my Father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law? I said, You are gods. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and the Scripture cannot be broken. Do you say of Him whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, You are blaspheming, because I said, I am the Son of God? If I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do, though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and believe that the Father is in me, and I in Him. Oh, brethren, what a wonderful thought. Brethren, friends, dear listeners, embrace this, dear friends. Grasp this, how we can affirm of the greatness of Christ as Creator, and how He makes the difference in our lives. May I ask you a question, friends? How are you in your relationship with the Lord? With our studies of the International Gospel Hour, yes, we love to study together, but we also encourage further study. We want individuals to know what to do in order to obey the gospel. But sometimes people need some time to study and look carefully. It's not a bad thing to do at any time. As a complement to our study today, our friend Rob Whitaker has a free online video study titled, Does It Matter? Our J-Web has the details of how you can receive this free link and continue studies on your own 
as we study the Word of God together. After we finish with the offer for our study, we'll come back and begin the second part of our broadcast as we consider Christ the Captain. Here is our J. Webb. As a complement to our study today, our friend Rob Whitaker has a free online video study titled, Does It Matter? Does it matter what you believe? The most important question in all the world is, where will you go when you die? God has provided all that you must know in the Bible. Your questions about salvation, sin, and the church will be answered directly from God's Word, and Rob is an excellent teacher. May we send you the link so you can give it a try? Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, email, and just say, Does it matter? Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, email, and just say, Does it matter? You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com Click on the Contacts tab and leave us the same information, name, email, and type Does It Matter in the message blank. We will send the link to you. We hope you enjoy the study. And now let's get back to the Bible. And now, friends, for our second study of our broadcast, let's consider Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Now, building off of the one who is preeminent, and in all things Christ has the preeminence, in this we would declare concerning one's salvation in Christ that he indeed is the captain of our salvation. He is the captain that will guide our rudders in the ship of life. He is also the captain that will direct us in the proper way. When we look at Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 18, we learn about the beautiful armor of God, divine strength that is granted for the spiritual battle ahead for the child of God. And the Christian must be armed for battle. When you think about it, when one goes into battle, they need to keep their eyes on their leader. And they also need to know the danger of their enemy. Jesus Christ is our leader into the spiritual battle. When we think about his preeminence, as we've studied earlier in our broadcast, let's consider further his preeminence and power. For in Acts 3, 22 and 23, For Moses truly said to the fathers, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you. And it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. Do you think it's important that we listen to our leader in this spiritual battle, the Lord Jesus Christ, the captain of our salvation? Without a doubt. Let's also build on this from Ephesians 1, and 23. Speaking of God concerning Christ, and He put all things under His feet, and gave Him to be head over all things to the church, which is His body, the fullness of Him who fills all in all. Therefore we need to listen to that prophet, that leader, Jesus Christ, the head of the church. 
a prophet to be heard, the head of which the body follows, the church. Yes, Jesus is the captain of our salvation. And this is the only leader one is to follow, and that is Jesus Christ. As he is the head of the church, friends, are you a member of that body, the church we read of in the New Testament? We know there are others that will declare earthly headquarters, or even put forth a man who may be head of a certain church. But those are simply individuals, or those are simply fakes, if you will. That's not according to the Bible. Are we a member of the body, the church that we read of in the New Testament, of which Jesus Christ is head and the only head? You see, He is our leader, the captain of our salvation. Dear friends, is He your captain? The captain instructs us to believe in Him, John eight twenty four. The captain instructs us to confess Him before men, Matthew ten thirty two and 33. The captain says to repent of our sins, Luke 13, verses 3 and 5. The captain even commands us to be baptized into Christ based upon our faith, Mark 16, 16, and Matthew 28, verse 19. Is Jesus Christ the captain of your salvation? Now we also learn through our leader, the enemy, who is Satan. Verse 11 of Ephesians 6 warns us to beware of the Old King James Version, the wiles of the devil. That reminds me of the very old Roadrunner cartoon that had as his nemesis, Wile E. Coyote. I thought it's funny how his name was a play on the word Wiley. He always tried to be crafty and deceitful and to catch the Roadrunner, but he never did. But you see, Satan is very wily. He's crafty and deceitful as depicted in 2 Corinthians 2.11 and First Peter 5, 8 of the roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour. He is a deceiver, according to Revelation 20 and verse 10, and a liar, John eight forty four. And where there are things brought forth that appear to be true, that in light of the Scripture are not true, it's all from our enemy, Satan himself. Never underestimate our enemy, friends, but always keep our eyes on our leader. In Hebrews 2.14, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. And in 1 John 3.8, He that commits sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested or brought forth, that he might destroy the works of the devil. You see, dear friends, we know our enemy. Is Jesus your captain? He is the one that will lead us to victory. Is he your captain? Do you wear his armor? Friends, we'd like for you to think on these things further. We realize that our online study we offered earlier, that there are folks that do not have Internet access But you do have a mailbox, and we'd love to send you our free Bible study that you could do at home. That's right, in the privacy of your own home, and we'd like to send that to you. So get a pencil, get ready. Here is our J-Web with the details. 
Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. And dear friends, we would like to hear from you concerning our free home Bible study course. Again, whether an online option or a Bible study course by mail, we would love to help you in your search and your study of the Scriptures. And again, if you have access, please check out our program on our YouTube channel at International Gospel Hour. We're grateful for your interest in the things, rather, that be of God. Let's review very quickly. Today we talked about the Creator and the Captain, that is, Jesus Christ. The Creator of the Created the one divine with God before time began. God sent him into the world that he would become the captain of our salvation, that indeed through death he would destroy the one that had the power of death, that is the devil. How grateful we are that we can turn unto Jesus Christ. How thankful we are to believe in him, according to John eight twenty four, Hebrews eleven six, John three sixteen, Mark sixteen sixteen. We can confess Him before men, Matthew 10, 32 and 33. The confession that He is the Son of God that the eunuch made in Acts 8, 37, that Peter made in Matthew 16, verse 16. And how in turn, dear friends, that we can repent of our sins, as Jesus commanded in Luke 13, 3 and 5. Peter preached upon the command of the Lord in Luke 24, 44 through 47, proclaiming it in Acts 2, verse 38. And then, of course, Paul on Mars Hill in Acts 17, verses 30 and 31. When we repent of our sins, we can be baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, to be added to His church, Acts 2, verses 38 through 47. To God be the glory. And dear friends, thank you for joining me today here on the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. Until next time, friends, keep listening. I'm Jeff Archie. Thank you for being with me today. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. To God be the glory.